You're good. Hello. <laughs> hello. Um, hello, ladies and gentlemen. So um, today we are going to break down uh, last week's channeling. Um, I know we do a channeling every time and there's been many of them. For some reason, I don't know if Chris feels the same way or if anybody else that saw this feels the same way. That one really impacted me. Mm -hmm. Like it actually like I've, I've changed a lot of things. Like I'm actually living in a completely different way or trying to do a lot of different things since that channeling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I completely agree. There's definitely a lot of, um, I can't, I can't stop listening to it because, uh, when things happen in my life since then, I'll go back and reference them. Yeah. And I almost feel like I've been living it these last two weeks. And even seeing some of the um, the hard parts of it, like seeing mm -hmm. some of the very hard parts of it, but it's like that's what I feel like I've been living this lesson since then. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Yeah, but I'm curious because I know that you've listened to it a lot. I'm curious to see what part stuck out with you the most. Yeah. So honestly, there's a lot, uh, and I actually typed it all out. I have the entire thing written down in about six pages worth of uh, writing. And there are a number of things. Okay, one of the first things that jumped out to me was that uh, he referred to heaven in the plural. He said multiple times, he said the heavenly realms. Okay, and I didn't see that was something that I really didn't like. Not that I didn't catch it, but I didn't like latch on to it or think about that a lot. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that makes complete sense. Yeah. And um, so another thing was that he broke. So he, his gratitude that he expressed was profound. And it was interesting because he, his gratitude when he expressed it to us was different in intensity when he expressed it to God and he addressed god or the heavenly father differently and i felt just being in the moment i could feel the energy increase when he was referring to god and how he thanked him but um he broke it out you caught the deep stuff you really did like none of this is what i've had in my head like you really like that's deep and i didn't catch that <laughs> oh he i'm telling you i studied this thing like i yeah. said i wrote it i wrote it out and studied every word. He, the words, he used words in there that I am not familiar with, like acquiescence. Yeah. I'm, I'm not familiar with that word. I've heard it before. I don't know what, it, I didn't know what it meant. He also used another word. In the session, it came out as proclude, but that's not a word. And honestly, I think I just missed the, I just missed the word I believe he was trying to use was preclude, which is, which makes complete sense in the context of which he said it. Yes. So I think I just mixed up an E and an O. Gotcha. Well, you did really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, so there's a lot, but I don't, I, I mean, I don't know if you had something that you wanted to speak of because I have, like I said, like six pages of stuff. I mean, I've been highlighting and going over it in great detail. Wow. Well, <sighs> The biggest thing that stuck with me that had me living in, the, in a different way, and I think I even saw more of it, was um, simply the part of, you know, each of us being the light, 
-hmm. and sending the light to others, you know, that um, sometimes we have to send it, that the other soul that we're thinking of might not necessarily be getting it on their own, but our soul connecting with that soul, you know, will bring the light. And so we're, we need to connect with each other and need to connect with. So in, in the way that this, um, you know, I always know when people are a certain way, that's because they're hurting, you know, or they need some light. And so these last two weeks, I came into so many of those situations. And at first it was easy. I was like, oh, I'm going to be the light. You know, I'm going to, okay, I'm going to send this person the light. <laughs> and I would even see, um, you know, it's about not engaging in discourse. Yep. So it started off with little things like my kids fighting. And usually I would give a, hey, you, knock it off. Or, you know, all right, you two. But instead, I just kind of sat, like, I just walked to my room and kind of sent light to the kids. Mm -hmm. And, like, I was noticing after a couple of minutes and, like, simmering down faster than when I tried to interject myself you know, and just holler at them, you know? And so I was like, well, that's, that's cool. Like coincidental, I don't know, but that, that was pretty cool. That diffused pretty quickly, yep. you know? So I got excited about it thinking, well, this is going to be easy. Like, I'm just going to like, yeah, I'm just going to send the light to <laughs> This will be so easy. One of the next things was with um, uh, my niece, who um, I kind of get sometimes triggered when she's around, um, not because she's bad or she's, um, she's got a lot of hurt on her, mm -hmm. you know, and sometimes I guess it's because I'm feeling it. And sometimes I react to her the wrong way. Gotcha. And I found myself in the first few minutes of her presence kind of acting like that. But then I saw her shutting down. I was like, oh my gosh, Brooke, what are you doing? You know, let's just, we're going to send the light. We're going to, you know, and, um, and of course you could tell she, she was hurt by the way I was reacting to her, but then I kind of changed myself and brought the light into myself and um, shared it with her. And then I turned the Christmas music on and started singing. And at first she was hesitant because of the way we were acting a few minutes ago. But then before I knew it, like she was singing. And at that time I had the epiphany that it's not other people that are bad or bad energy. It's that they have that energy on them Yes. You know, she's had a lot of pain put on her. She's had a, had a lot of hurt put on her. Yeah. So it's not this precious little 13 year old that caused me to act a certain way. It was all that energy that other people had put onto her that was making me react to that energy. Yeah. And um, so of course, you know, I sent the light and, but the week got harder and harder with a lot more situations coming up. And, you know, I was just like, oh, I'm going to send the light. I'm going to send the light. And um, I don't know if this is just, um, you know, a light worker's job is you, you take this darkness and you take this density, but you transmute it into the light. Yeah. But what I found was I had tried to take so much that, you know, I thought I was just going to rock and roll with lighting everybody up. Mm -hmm. And I found that I was taking way too much and that I ended up with kind of exploding about it which I'm, I'm glad, like looking at this whole lesson, I'm glad I did. And I even started venting about it. And then it all hit me, it all came together. No, Brooke, that's not what you do. Yes, if you, if you want to, by your free will, you can take it and you will feel yucky for a while. But you don't go out and put that back on other people. You don't, you know, you don't go venting that because you're, then you're just putting that bad energy back out there. 
Yep. But you have to hold it and take it to your heart and take it to the light until that works itself out. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I was feeling at a time this week that there was no way I was getting out of this. And then when I started to really take it into my heart and letting the light work it, not me, not me, letting the light work it is when everything just started to just dissolve and get better. And then I saw the situations that I'd sent the light to that were caused so much start to get slightly better. Nice. Now I messed up at one point because I did some dumping. And so that was where I messed up. So now moving forward, now like you know, it's all lessons. This is all, that's what exactly. we're here for. Exactly. It's all lessons and lessons yeah. seem tough. But now, now I see, like, it's like they showed me how this works. Mm-hmm. And that if I had kept my mouth closed, cause we always say like, oh, let's talk about it. Let's vent, let's, and that is great, especially depending on where we are. But like now I know for myself that I don't have to do that. I don't have to give that energy to somebody else now that I'll let the light work on it in me. Not me, but the light work on it in me. Yeah. But that yeah. was just my biggest thing was that sending light. Nice. You know? Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, that's, that's good stuff. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was a rough week, but like I, now I feel like, all right, all right, now I got this. Now I got this. Next time I'm ready to roll. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Good yeah. You know what though? I mean, that's like, yeah, I mean, you, you hit it, you hit it right on the head. Like, and the funny thing or not funny thing, but the awesome thing is that he talked about, like you learning that lesson right now is affecting a soul that could be in the heavenly realm realms right now, you know, or, or someone, a soul in the heavenly realms right now could have helped you overcome that. And thus they are now like learning because he spoke specifically about how um, both your soul right now is learning in the lifetime and then brings that energy into another lifetime and then working with the guides to help, help us remember, which yeah. is exactly, I feel what you just described, you know? Yeah. Like I said, it was a hard week, but I feel like it was a, a super awesome learning week and a super, a super growth week. Yeah. A super growth week. I feel like I've, well, I think with you doing these podcasts, it's like this uh, diary or journal and you can look back and I go, gosh, I feel like I grow so much each time. Yep. You know, it's yeah. like, it, it's just such a growth experience. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. And kudos to you too, because, you know, it's so easy to like give up and not really stay on the road, you know, stop, stop trying to be your best. Like a lot of people I, I know have done that. And um, so kudos to you for sticking it out, persevering. Yeah, no, I see a lot of people having a rough time. And um, it's just, and I I know, I know. So it's just like, I'm just happy that I have the wisdom that I have, just simply knowing that this too shall pass. You know, it's just everybody hang on, everybody hang on. Yeah, because I believe it's going to get a little bumpier. Well, he says, he, he kind of says that in, in like, I, I have it broken out. He introduces, or he says, kind of introduces himself or says, says, you know, Archangel Michael speaking several times in there. And <laughs> there, there's a hawk flying over right now. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Um, 
So uh, he breaks it out. So he'll break it down and he'll go Archangel Michael speaking. And he does that maybe five times or so in it. Yeah. Well, yeah. So each time he does that is a different, what I call chapter, because after he says that, he goes into another topic, if you will, or okay. talks about a different area within it all. Okay. So like the first one, he talks a lot about, um, the, well, he's, he talks specifically to the people listening to the podcast and then right. talking about how connected we are. He talks about the topic and what he says is the topic is the aspects of a soul's development prior to the prior to its incarnation. And it's so it is so crazy. This is how much gratitude he, he expresses. And for this, we are so grateful. So I don't, I'm, I'm not trying to uh, take a go away from what you were saying. I was trying to tie it in. So I apologize if that's yeah, not. No, I just got chills when you said that. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, yeah. he really does. He really does express a ton of gratitude to both us as humans and to the above. See, this, you just said gratitude again. And like, I never feel like this, but like, I just like. I just got teary-eyed again. Like, yeah, like, it's wow. just every time you say it, I'm getting overwhelmed. <laughs> wow. Well, so what I wanted to tie into what you were saying, Brooke, was that, and how you were saying it's going to get bumpier. He actually says in there, you are being called to rise above higher. Um, and he, his next thing was before birth, we go through multiple tests slash preparations to discover if our souls can handle such discourse in this realm. So like, you know, everything that we're going through, we you hear people say all the time, hey, God doesn't give you something you can't handle. And I feel like that, that what he said there, you know, is falls in line with what you just said and all the lessons that you had this week. I've been saying that all week. Like I've been, I'm like, I'm like, you know, as soon as the all started coming on, I'm like, Gosh, he trusts me with so much. Oh my gosh, he really, he really, really trusts me. <laughs> yeah, but you can handle but it. My neighbor brought up a good point when I mentioned Archangel Michael, and she's like, oh, she's like, then we are in a battle. She's like, if Archangel Michael showed up, he's, we are in a battle, mm -hmm. you know? So I thought that was interesting. Yeah, Definitely. That's, I never really looked at it like that, but I guess that kind of makes sense. Yeah. You know? Cause that's his, his main thing. Like mm -hmm. that's his, he's a protector. He's a warrior. He's, you know, so that's like the main deal with him is um, getting rid of the, the evil, the bad, the dark, you yeah. know? Yep. So she said, if he's coming through, she's like, we're, we're in a battle. Yeah. Well, you know what? That's interesting too, because he brings up one, like in his first chapter here, in that, in that he brings up the idea that souls that are lost before birth. And he, and he actually says that they have resided on this plane. And he, he quotes that saying, and they weren't lost in vain. They have lit, they have learned. Liz, yeah. Yeah. And what, what is so interesting on that is that he says, uh, not lost in vain, these souls, these souls have resided in this plane. But what that to me says, hmm, interesting. Okay, um, I just got a, a notification that uh, that uh, a virus on my computer was blocked. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So, 
anyway, um, yeah, so he talks about how a soul that's lost prior to birth is one that really lived. And what that tells me is that, wow, then souls do, are kind of like at inception, are part of a body, you know? There is, yeah. there is some association there. Yeah. So that, that, that interests me a lot. But regardless, you know, that's all, whether, it's, whether it's, it, it, it survives to birth or not, is, you know, did truly live. Yeah. And then I just, as you were saying it, it was just an idea. I don't know if there's anything to it. It was just that now that energy is on this plane. Yes. Oh, that makes sense. That just popped in as you said that is that even if, you know, the body is lost, that, that soul was just brought to this plane, that yeah. that energy was just brought to this plane. Great point. I don't, that's just popped up. I don't, interesting. I love it. I think that makes a lot of sense. Because he said, oh. yes, he said, yes, I do say reside. You know, yeah. he, after that, he said that. And mm -hmm. so that's just what I thought and then thought, oh, now the energy is part of this realm now. Yeah. Interesting. You know? Okay. Yeah. I love that. That's a good thought, actually. So um, do you mind we, we uh, going through that real quick? The different, no, different chapters? I know we're running really short. Yeah. That's okay. Go ahead. Um, Okay. Oh, so the other one is uh, in this first chapter, he also talks about guides communicating. He says there are many inquisitions. Now, the language I feel is so important, you know, and how he phrases things, I feel is so, there's something to notice there. And he says many inquisitions between teams of guides, individuals, souls, and the individuals they will be coinciding, coinciding with in this plane when they are of birth. That's one sentence. So before you're born, you have these meetings. It sounds like these inquisitions, he calls them. <laughs> Sorry. And, no, you're good. That's awesome. Black cat. Funny. He just wanted to jump in here. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's so cool. Yo, when I find that when when um when we go deep like this, like the animals do kind of come around. Oh but, yeah, I got another one over here. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> that's awesome. Um yeah, so uh so our our guides are going through these meetings with all these other individuals, these teams of guides and then and then people we're going to be living with on this realm. But the reason for that is to help us in this realm, kind of remember our purpose. And then at the end of that, he says, be one with that purpose, which is interesting. So um, that was the first like chapter. Every time he says Archangel Michael speaking, it seems to be broken up. And then he goes into something else. Okay. Um, yep. Yeah, go ahead, if you have Yeah, no, that's something else I didn't catch. And then when you said it, I was like, cause I wondered, I was like, I wonder why and then I did realize that we were on such a different topic by the end of the channel than the beginning. But so another thing that you caught, yeah. <laughs> I was focused on different stuff. So, oh, yeah. Well, I'll tell you this one. So he says, when he says the acquiesce, um, I'll, I'll, try to, I'll try to really break out some, some, some like salient points so that we can, because I know we're just really running short. Um, he says, the uh, acquiescence, uh, that this realm is acquiescing at this time, acquiescing more light. 
And basically what that is, because I did not know what that was, is the passive acceptance or submission. So, um, so this world, this realm, earth, is accepting more light. Another, another way of, uh, that I saw this definition was to accept, reluctantly accept without protest, which I thought was, man, that's amazing. And it makes yeah. so much sense. You sent that to me after, and I, as soon as I saw it, I was, that makes so much sense. Yes. Yeah. You know? Because more light, I mean, the reluctant part is that more light and light being knowledge and light being truth, you know, more stuff is being shown to us and some truths, some truths are beautiful and some truths are not beautiful, you know, in, in, in that sense. Yep. I mean, all truth is beautiful, but there's some that to see it, it's like, oh, you know, and so that's where they're reluctant, but like that we are, are but I had it all in my head on how I felt when I read that, but it just made complete sense. Yes, I agree. Um, then he says, uh, sorry, I went back up. Okay, yeah, all right. So the lessons learned prior to the incarnation on the other side in the heavenly realm. So this is a spirit that has already passed, has lived and passed. So the lessons learned prior to the incarnation on the other side in the heavenly realms are important to the aspects prior to them coming to this realm. So basically you pass away, you learn lessons, but then all you're still learning on the other side. And I will share something with you here. I have had, obviously, you know, I speak to a lot of individuals that have crossed over and all of them. And even my mother-in-law has come to me and said, oh my gosh, I got a visit from so-and-so who passed away. And I actually asked them how heaven was. All of them say it's work. Nobody. And if you think about that, if you take a step back and think about that, like, okay, Heaven, I don't think, is us laying on a beach, you know, sipping cocktails. Yeah. It is us coming back down and them, like Jesus, Archie Michael, all the Ascendant Masters, coming back down to help every one of us rise. Right. And I found that to be so amazing. And, and it's just a lot of work and effort and because we're learning on the other side. We're not sitting around on the beach sipping cocktails. We're learning. We're helping others grow. And then we come back down, leveraging those same lessons that we just learned in the heavenly realms, as he said. Yeah. I think we'll have some beach days. But yeah. to be honest, I wouldn't be happy if I wasn't working there. <laughs> exactly. You know, it's like, it would only be fun for so long to chill out, you know? Yeah. It's like, I would need to be doing something. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, I mean, you think about it, it's like, um, uh, I had a thought in my head based off what you just said. And now, oh, but I oh. feel like the beauty of it would be that just like if we were all here and we didn't have bills to worry about well, that's the, or yes. a job that we had to, you know, a job we had to have to make these bills, but if we were all truly doing what we truly loved and what we truly felt our purpose was without worrying about all the other stuff, then this yes. would be so much more enjoyable. Yep. You yep. know, and that's, 
that'll be the bonus to the next level is exactly. that we'll just be doing our purpose. So we'll be working hard, but it'll be wonderful and beautiful. Exactly. <laughs> yes. So, but yeah, but we're still helping people overcome light. So, I mean, yeah. overcome uh, density. That's awesome. Yeah. So he does say, uh, this is very, so, so, oh, the soul does learn on the other side after it crosses over and does assist with the growing of others as they are living. Important for a soul once it passes. It is an opportunity for that soul to grow even more through the direct result of it attempting to help another soul living rise above. Um, and then he says, this is very helpful for a soul that is currently residing in the heavenly realms. And for this, we are grateful. So, I always think of Clarence on It's a Wonderful Life. The angel, Clarence, uh, who's there to help him. I don't know And that. So, so the movie, It's a Wonderful Life, mm -hmm. the Christmas movie. And mm. when um, George tries to take his life, he's assigned this angel, Clarence. And Clarence has to get him on the right track. And when Clarence does, he gets his wings. You know, so Clarence is on the other side. He's, he's an angel, you know, well, he doesn't have wings yet, you know, but it's his job to help George, you know, overcome what he's going through right then. And at the end of the movie, Clarence gets his wings because he succeeded in helping George. And it's every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings. That Interesting. Movie. I yeah. don't know that movie. But it's like, even though he was passed over, crossed over, Clarence, it was still his job to come and help George through his hard time. And wow. when he did, he got to uh, rise up a little bit, level. <laughs> you get to level up. Oh, I'm going to have to check this movie out. I've never yeah. heard of it. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a, um oh my gosh, it's a, one, it's, it's a wonderful life. It's a classic. It's an old, old movie. Wow. So now you I, have to watch it. Totally. I think everybody watching this right now is like, yes, Chris, how have you not seen this movie? <laughs> I know, right? Uh, I'm not a big TV watcher, so, but I'll have to check that out. <laughs> yeah, yep. All right. And so, that's always how I picture it. That's always how I picture it is that when I go on from here, I'll just be somehow helping here, you know, yes. and then learning there. And then I don't know how many more times we level up. It does say heaven, then realms. So maybe... You know, every time there's a graduation day, uh, other people level up too. <laughs> mm -hmm. That makes sense. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so then still in this same chapter, in this same block, he says that he does talk about uh, it is um, not the goal of every soul to enlighten in this lifetime. He, he discussed that. But then he discusses the aura. And he says the aura expanding is something that is very imperative to the soul allowing and encouraging more light into itself. The growth of an aura is very important for it will allow more light and love to be encompassing. Now, what is so interesting is that now encompassing, I thought meant included. But when I looked it up, because again, the, the words that he uses are important. It actually meant to circle around. Yeah, now, I was gonna say surround, yeah. Well, what is interesting is that at that very moment is when I saw, or just a little bit further down, I just, I started to see a, the ball of light with a rainbow around it. Yes. Which is so, uh, to me, that's so fascinating because I just never really looked at encompassing meaning that. Um, 
So that, that I just find that to be amazing. Yeah. So, um, okay, moving on. And then he says, as this happens, it will shed more density that resides, not within the soul. So this goes right to what you were saying, um, Brooke. There's no density in the soul, so we, we don't have those bills and stuff like that. Right. But within the physical body, as, it, as, as this happens, as we fill our, our auras with more light and love, we shed more density that resides not within the soul, but within the physical body. Uh, I felt like that was profound. Yeah, because I know what I picture when I send somebody light, like I, I think of somebody that has a lot of hurt on them or a lot of energy has been put on them. I picture like that aura being just dark or foggy or cloudy. And I picture that when I send light, that it's kind of starts shooting holes through that around it. And so, you know, maybe you don't clear it all at once, but it's like that just little holes start to open, you yeah. know, around that darkness that's around them. And yeah. then the more light you send, and then I believe that it's, you know, that we dissolved that density, not we as in me, but we as, as in the guides and the light and the, you know, that when I've called to do that, that they are coming and then starting to dissolve, yeah. you know, some of that, taking away more darkness from, more, more density from this plane and replacing it with more light. Yeah. So okay. I think anytime we send light, we're clearing more density from this entire plane. Yep. You know, we're not dispersing it and giving it to somebody else, but that it is going away from this plane. Nice. Yeah, I love your perspective on this stuff. That's good, good <laughs> stuff. I feel you're, you're like channeling unconscious. I was going to say, it's, I don't think it's me. I don't really yeah. ever think it's me. <laughs> exactly. I agree with you completely. Um, then he says, uh, let's see. Oh, then he talks about previous lifetimes and how those lessons that, so like the lessons that you're learning in this lifetime that we're learning, you know, about how to break these cycles. We take those lessons to the other side. We help another soul. Then we come back into this life and, you know, it's different for everybody, but, you know, we come back in and, and we use those uh, lessons that we've learned before to grow again and even more. Um, I have something again, again, we, he says, again, we say, oh, as, so, so he says, as we fill our auras with more light, he says, again, we say, more will be brought to your enlightened path as the aura of the soul expands. And that's, and that's exactly when I saw the rainbow around the, the bowl of golden white light. And so that was a pretty interesting aspect in that, like the soul doesn't necessarily know exactly its path to enlightenment. It's almost taken one step at a time, you know, not really looking to the future, just, okay, what am I learning right now? Okay, focus on that. Oh, it's kind of like being in the moment. So that's what Holy I was, shit. that's, another, that's another thing that was with me all week. So bingo, yes, exactly right, Chris, exactly right. So that's the whole other thing that keeps repeating itself to me this week is that all this is right now and all we should ever be is a series of choices, you know, and you're in the moment yeah. until a situation arises. And when that situation arises, there's a choice, mm -hmm. you know, and then you're in the moment until something else arises. And in that moment, you make a choice, mm -hmm. you know, and so that's, you're exactly right. It's all about being in the moment until something presents 
and then you deal with that in the best highest way you possibly can yeah and anytime you're able to if it's a situation that there's discourse involved anytime you're able to not involve yourself in the discourse then you've actually brought more light in at that time yep and it's hard um i involved myself in lots of discourse this week so it's like <laughs> I, I don't know if i canceled some stuff out that i was hoping i did you know but it's like um i thought i had this you know and he gave it to me all at once i got this you know and um it wasn't as easy as it sounds you know i got myself caught up in it even though i knew better and kept trying to pull back <laughs> that see that i'm sorry I'm, I'm actually trying to reschedule my appointment right now so that we don't stop it because i i feel like this is too too important okay so i don't mean to cut you off there i apologize no that's okay you're yeah um yeah <laughs> yeah but every time you are able to make the choice to deal with it in love or just like i said we think we have to say something we think we have to actively sometimes in a situation it's simply calling on that light to deal with it me brooke is not going to deal with shit. you know what i mean <laughs> yep, only yep. through the light and through my heart can we deal with something you know no nonsense that i'm going to end up whether i get frustrated and yell i'm not going to help fix anything but in in moments that i'm able to or anybody any of you are able to and it's hard and we are only humans but anytime you're presented with an opportunity to where you can just be there with that discourse and call on the light and like I said, it might, you might have some days of holding that in you and feeling what that situation was, but if you just trust that the light will resolve it and dissolve it, it will. Yeah. But now, and you can let it go in, in positive ways, you know, yes. just not like, just not, you know, throwing up on somebody if you And will. so it, it, yes. And it is, you know, it is for us to let go um, and we can let it go but don't be frustrated if it doesn't happen as quickly as you hoped oh yeah that's you know so it's true. not like oh i'm a light worker i just got this darkness i'm gonna go home and you know mm -hmm. and sometimes, sometimes it does feel like that sometimes i feel like it is that easy but other times it, it may take a couple of days to really work itself through you and your own you, our human minds and and then into our hearts and then because it's kind of got to pass through this silly human mind first you know and once we can get it out of there and into our heart to to be worked out i totally feel as if it is it depends on like the depth at which it is healing you know yeah how deep is it and, yeah. and that is like sometimes it'll go away and then it'll come back a little bit later you know um that's how i always view it yeah like, yeah it's a great point for sure yeah so um cool uh all right so next one is again still same chapter he says we are overseeing much in this realm at this time as the expansion of this realm and this is where he says is acquiescence reluctantly accepting more light yeah is growing my child and for this we are grateful then he says there is so much opportunity that is occurring on this realm so much density that is being brought to the forefront in an effort to be shed from this realm. But this will take great time and great effort by many light workers. Yes. 
as you proceed and we do encourage you to bring more light to this realm. The idea of the soul learning is very assisted by the light that is brought forth by other individuals. So like, you know, that's kind of, I feel like that's where he go, you know, he's talking about the more light we bring that helps other people. Yes. And so that's another repeating thing that I've been getting all week is, you know, um, star seed, like, I guess there are ones that are put here specifically, you know what I mean? And, um, but light worker, I do believe there are some very natural and meant to be light workers. But I believe that light worker is also a choice that any single person on this planet can choose to be a light worker. It doesn't Absolutely. mean somebody has to go, oh, hey, John, you're a light worker. Oh, hey, Sally, you're a light worker. No, if you choose to be, all of you are light workers if you choose to be. Thank you. Yep. And that's what we need as many people as possible. And it's, you know, it's, it's not a light and fluffy job. It's a hard job, yes. but it, it stays with having to trust that when you call in the light, that it is going to work itself out. It is a hard job, but I believe that every single human here can choose to be a light worker. Absolutely. Yes. Because what is it? It's ultimately just expressing love and being the best version of you, you know, yeah. disengaging in the discourse. So yeah, absolutely. That makes absolute sense. And you're to so totally right. And there are different types of light workers. You know, we have light workers as healers and messengers and whatever. Um, so you could be a light worker in any kind of way, but as long as you're trying to bring more light in, you're doing yeah. it. Yep. So, so then he goes, um, he, he talks about the portals, right? And how uh, we are aware of our guides using the portals to come down and help us through the light body. He, he, openly admits that or just confirms it, I should say. Then yeah. it goes, it's through these light works that so much more occurs than you recognize at this time. Yes, energetic, vibrant beings are also working through these vibrations. Now that is interesting. Energetic, vibrant beings. Now that I am not entirely sure. I am assuming he is referring to like light beings, you know, like Arcturians and Pleiadians and Lemurians. That's what I'm assuming he's talking about. Um, yet, because he says, yes, energetic fiber brings beings are also working through these vibrations to assist those around this world. And then, and for this, we are grateful. Yeah. <laughs> so then he goes, uh, pay very close attention to the light work you do and have the intent of bringing forth more light beings. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> wow, I totally <laughs> like me. So that more work can be done in this realm is assisting greatly, and we are greatly appreciative of the efforts you put forth. This is all of you we speak to at this time, not just Brooke and Chris defer for the light work that they have done, but all of you for the intent of being peaceful and remaining calm in the face of discourse. So there's a ton there. But yeah, basically what we're saying here. So yeah. let me go down, uh, see if I can get to the, then he talks about do not engage in discourse. Your souls are attempting to overcome such discourse, not to engage with it, my children. We say this again, and then he repeats that. Uh, 
oh, I start to see a circle that is broken up. So it's like, it's almost like a C actually. Yeah. And, and then that's where the happiness and love and all come in. Yeah. Um, he says, cease the discourse, cease it with love and only through love will this be done. And we ask this in the name of God, we are grateful. Like, I mean, just when he says that word, this is when the intensity comes in and his gratefulness and you can just feel it so yeah. much more. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, okay, so next chapter is, oh, he's talking about discourse being a teacher. This one's, I believe, short, I think. He says, uh, we understand your souls are learning much from the discourse that is happening as a result <laughs> this is something yes. that at times oh oh this is so interesting he says so we're learning through the discourse and then he says this is this is something that at times cannot be undone like the some of the discourse that we're experiencing mm -hmm. so like i don't know whatever it is uh you know you know, I, um, and this isn't the way any of them have ever put it to us, but I personally find that there are times where chaos leads to peace and that there has to be a stirrup, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so at one point this last week, when I wanted to go at my mom with something, I actually stayed away and I prayed about it. And I was like, if I'm not supposed to say anything, please, please let me get in my car. Please lock my mouth. Please give me a feeling of calm. If I am not to say something, please help me control myself and please control me. So I walked out of her neighbor's house intending on getting in my car and staying calm. I got close to her door, a fire lit inside of me. I flew in her door <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of let my mom have it. And nothing in me felt bad about it and i had to, and i believe me i questioned the whole situation saying is this some kind of ego is this some kind of like you know am i doing something wrong by creating this chaos with her and this discourse with her and um everything every bit of god every bit of light in me kind of told me that this had to kind of come up and this had to kind of be thrown at her and um it ended up resolving over a couple of days into something really good. You know, it ended up being something that she did end up thinking about and actually calling me to say she was sorry when I actually feel like, of course, I owed her an apology for even treating my mom like that. But, but through all of that, I still felt in the end that was meant to be. Yep. You know, that sometimes there is a level of discourse or chaos that is made to be as a lesson and it might not be for us but it may be to cause a growth in somebody else exactly right yeah absolutely yeah and and you know what it's interesting you bring that up because i just had that conversation with someone the other day where you know we cannot steal someone else's pain or you know or a lesson that they're supposed to live and that's what could have happened by you not doing that so um yeah, I mean, hopefully we can only hope that she grew as a result of it. And just from the way her and I have talked since then, it ended up being an absolutely beautiful thing. Oh, awesome. You know, 
But I will tell you, I never put more, you know, our moms are easy to blow up on. I mean, I'm not everybody, but I don't know if your daughter, I guess, especially, um, it's really easy for us to have this with our moms, but I never, I usually just have no problem with giving it to her. But this time I really, I've been trying not to for a long time, just for no reason, but I really put so much thought and prayer and tried to avoid this and everything in me by the time I got closer to her house just revved me up you mm, know interesting <laughs> but now looking back it, it was you know there's times i've done it and, and feel awful afterwards and i know that it was wrong and i feel that but this time it was so weird i had so much peace about it and yeah. like it kept you know i feel like god just kept saying to me like no it's okay like you were you know it was okay that you did this like this kind of had to happen you know yeah so yeah well, I, I certainly believe that you know that 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 there are issues like not issues uh instances like that 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 have to happen yeah but we can't use it as an excuse just to go oh oh, i think i need to go cause some chaos with this person like i truly like it's something that (laughs) i felt guided in a certain way about you know what i mean but it's we can't just go around you know wrecking everybody's life and thinking that we're helping them (laughs) 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 or you miss what we're saying now is an excuse to blow up on somebody it's it wasn't about that at all yeah, very true. And actually, his next statement in this is so interesting. It goes, it falls right in line. It says, he says, it is not a punishment, my children. It is simply an aspect of growth that you are all slash have all agreed upon to experience the, some of these discourses. Yeah. So, I mean, we're not on this realm to avoid discourse. We are here to overcome it. You know? Right. But we have right. to experience it. I see so many people just looking to find this easy way of this life that I don't want to struggle. I don't want to struggle. We're, we're here to struggle. I'm sorry. Like, as far, that's what we're, because in, that's where we grow. Like, that is part of this whole gig here on this realm mm-hmm. is to struggle and oh. learn and grow through that struggle. It's, so. Okay. So his next statement, well, two, two next statements down um he says your souls have agreed upon these lessons and for this it is important for you to experience such such density so that your souls may rise above it's awesome yeah so i don't think i like audibly got all that i guess just my soul felt all that like i'm saying what's (laughs) yeah well i feel like I mean, I feel like that's a, an excellent example of everything that he's saying, you know, that yeah, but like, we're, that's why I said, I feel like I lived this channel for mm-hmm. the last two weeks. Yeah, I would have to agree with that. Um, okay, next one is the expansion of the aura is important and does occur in these moments in time when we choose to be higher in vibration rather than engage in a discourse and lower them. Of course, that is unless, you know, something's meant to happen. Yeah. For every time you choose to vibrate higher as a direct result of the density that you feel, there is density that is broken. That is, and this is where he, I picked it up as procluded, but I think it's precluded. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that means to close or to, um, let me just go back up here. I wrote all the definitions down. To make impossible by necessary consequence, to rule out in advance, to close. That's what preclude means. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I feel like him saying that, which, you know, again, I 
is not familiar with, um, sorry, I'm trying to find my place again, uh, makes just so much sense, you know? Yeah, and that's, um, when I think of, when I think of just like your, when I think of your daily discourse, you know, I think about just going into two coworkers, possibly talk about another coworker, or I think about, you know, going to your neighbor's house where they're like getting real bent on politics maybe, or mm -hmm. something like that. And like, those are the situations. And uh, I believe whoever, who taught me my first lesson on how to break negativity was a 14 year old dishwasher. And I was about 18 or 19 where I used to work and he's back there doing dishes and i walk back to him to run my mouth about one of the cooks and i was just like oh well, here she goes again with and he didn't say a word and i was just like looking at him like what you know i wanted i wanted him to engage in this gossip with me yep. you know what i mean and he just simply looked at me and just gave me this look <laughs> and went back to doing dishes and he's like okay brooke you know and i was just like <laughs> but i remember that day really feeling that and knowing like that's how you shut shit down. Yes. You don't engage. I mean, you might have two coworkers come to you or you might walk in and it might even be somebody, they might be like, talk about the same person that you kind of have the same issues with maybe even. And that mm -hmm. makes it even more tempting to like jump in. Yep. But don't, don't yep. because by you being the one to, you know, to kind of shut it down and not engage, believe me somewhere they'll see that and they'll notice that and they'll feel a conviction inside and understand that that's that it's wrong. Yeah. You know, so you will ultimately help break that cycle in the same way that it came to me that day at HR 19, it's going to come to those people also. Exactly. You, know, you don't have to say it. You don't have to believe me. God will let them understand that what just mm -hmm. happened there. Yep. I mean, it, it, it is falling in line. Like, yeah, that's exactly the lesson that they're learning. It just, yeah, it's, Great stuff. Um, and any, and he actually says next, he says, we shed these layers of the onion as a direct result of the souls growing and the light that they bring forth through the expansion of the aura. Important, we tell you it is. <laughs> so basically just saying, you know, as you disengage, your aura grows and this is an important thing. So. Yeah. Um, this next chapter is literally like three lines. This is really <laughs> short. And he talks, oh, this is where he says, this is where he talks about, look not down upon those that you disagree with for we are all putting in the effort to learn what we can here in this realm. And yes, even the archangels, even the archangel realm does learn. He refers to the archangels as an entire realm, which is interesting. Yeah. Then he says, we, and that's when he says, we are all, we are not all knowing, although we are all seeing. All seeing. And there is quite a difference, my child. Yeah. So, um, and then he tells us to be one with that idea. For this, yeah. we're so grateful. Oh, so here he invokes the Lord and Savior. This, so again, the intensity of this gratitude is profound. He says, for this, we are all so grateful to our Lord and Savior. Thank you, my father. Whoa, man, that's so crazy. And that is the end of that chapter. Um, yeah. We're almost done, actually. Yeah. Uh, we, we can finish up pretty quickly here, if that's okay. Yeah. Oh, still doing what we're doing. I'm just saying we're almost at the end. Yeah. Uh, last one is about soul communication. 
really interesting. We are assisting all those that are calling upon that calling upon us to rise above the density to be one with the light. And this too will allow for the aura to expand and for more work to be brought forth through these individuals to be assisted upon those that have not yet requested the assistance. So what he's saying there is for all of us that are calling in all these light beings, archangels and stuff, it's helping our aura expand. But it is also helping those individuals who haven't even requested help yet. Yes. Through the physical body. And this is where it gets really interesting as well. Go ahead, if you had something. Yeah, no, just the um, example. That's why I say, like, I, I know I use myself as an example a lot, but it's just, it's through where all my experience comes. You know, yeah. it's, it's the only way I know this information or get this information. But it's like, I have a coworker who, um, her and I talk on a certain level a lot. And she's somebody that, of course, I send love and light to. She's somebody I hold very dear and send a lot of love and light to. And then like, after some situations, like she was just like, gosh, it's so weird. Like all this week, I can't get you out of my head. I can't mm -hmm. stop thinking about you. I can't stop. And it's not me. Like now that's all she knows it as. She's just looking at me here as a physical. It's not me. She can't get out of her head. It's maybe the words that my guides have given me to say to her, you know, so it's not necessarily, so she's looking at it like it's me. She can't get out of her head when it's yeah. actually the words that I've been given to give to her that she can't get out of her head. So yeah. it's just like, that's, I feel like that's a good example of how this works is that something is happening through her, through me asking for light to come and be given to her. Absolutely. You know, now she's viewing it as it's me, but I know it's not, mm -hmm. you know, it's just, it's the light and just yeah. what they've given me to give her, mm -hmm. you know, Agree. but yeah, so yeah, oh. send the light. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, 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 uh, no, no. I was, uh, yeah, no, 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 go ahead. Although there is, uh, yo, the second time the hawk is flying literally right here in my backyard. I don't see that much. Yeah. So anyway, I sorry. see it. I know I see it a lot where I'm at, but yeah, you're right where you're at. It's not as common and you've mm -hmm. got that thing with the Hawks, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so that's, that's really cool. Yeah. But this is the hard part of all this. Okay. It's easy for us to send light to that neighbor we really like, or that friend that we really like, or that that's not all we're called to do. There might be that person that you came and stand being in a room with. <laughs> And they might be the person that needs you to send them light more than anybody else. So that's the hard part of this. Is it's very easy for me to go, oh, I send love and light to all my children in my house. Oh, I send love and light to my beautiful neighbor. Oh, I send, nope. It's some of those ones that kind of the last thing you feel like you want to do is send love and light to. Those are the ones that especially, especially need us to send them the light. So that's the hard part. It, it is. And check this out. So his next statement says, we do not help all without the idea of being asked. And this is where you all come in and the lessons you bring forth with. Then he says, for the souls do speak, even though they are currently inherited in a body. 
souls do communicate even during these times. So he's basically saying, hey, the physical body is not um, asking for help from above, but the soul is and doing that through communication of us. Yeah. So what you just said there is exactly that, you know? Yeah. That's, that's, that's powerful stuff. And it's funny because this same friend when I, when I um, reiki'd her, now I didn't tell her this and she didn't read this anywhere. She didn't know about this at all. But when I reiki'd her, now this is the whole idea of reiki. You know, you call on your higher self and you mm -hmm. call on your, your person's higher self. Mm -hmm. When her and I got done with a, a session, and like I said, she had no idea what to expect, no idea what this was about, how this worked. She, when she came back, she was like, that was so weird. And I said, what? She's like, I saw you and I like swirling up in the air together. And I was just like, wow. that's exactly what this is. Wow. I was like, it's my soul and your soul having a conversation along with some higher consciousness guiding both of us up there. Yes. But it's just, it was just cool that she actually had that visual without even knowing that that's what it was that we were doing. Exactly. You wow. know? Yes. That's and amazing. So yeah. So that's another fun trick. And, you know, it's, we can just say, I said light to this person, but if you want to really put some intent into it, um, so say it's Sally that really gets on my nerves, but I know she needs some light. I can call on my higher self and I can call on Sally's higher self and I can call on Christ consciousness and that'll give us a little divine soul meeting, mm -hmm. you know? So that's something if you guys want to, I, I'm, I personally don't believe you have to begin Reiki or Reiki master to do any of that stuff. Yep. I believe that anybody can call on their higher self and anybody else's higher self along with some loving guidance for both of you and your souls will have a little, a journey and a learning session. Yeah. Well, nowhere in here does he say you have to be a Reiki master to do this, to fill right. yourself with light, or you have to do this, you know, right. or, you know, it's all about just the intent of yep. overcoming you know, and being positive and being, you know, being that light, being love. Yep. It's amazing. Um, so, and he continues on a little bit about this, and this is like the last three, four sentences, uh, last three or four, like, yeah, sentences. It is through these communications that the soul can bring forth or call upon heavenly realms, even without the, that's even without the physical body asking for such a request. But this is done through and with the assistance of another, another being that is ascending at this time, in addition to the guides that the soul currently has. So basically what, you know, we were just saying there, you know, it's just a little bit more individuals involved. So it's our souls that are communicating, it's guides that are involved, all helping with bringing more light to the individual who's not necessarily physically asking for above assistance. Yeah, I'm curious. I don't know if anybody else has been going through this for the last couple of weeks. I feel like I'm in school every single night while I'm sleeping. Now, in the past, I've had nights that, that are like this here and there. But the last two weeks, I feel like I'm in school every single night. You know, it's like I've been even waking myself up talking these lessons with whoever's teaching me. And um, the one thing that's funny, because to me, it's not that deep. Um, but they, I keep getting the same thing of like, and I already know this because we're all links on the chain, but they're putting it as puzzle pieces. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing I, 
I feel like I've been getting every night is you all are puzzle pieces. You all are puzzle pieces, you know, which is for me to think about. I didn't think it was because I think about that. It's what I've always thought of and believed. So it's just interesting that they keep repeating this to me. Interesting. So yeah, I'm like, I need to, I must need to go deeper on that because to me, it's like, duh, I know we're all puzzle pieces, (laughs) but the fact that, I've heard it so many times in my sleep school that it must mean just something, maybe just a little more. Something's probably going to come to you, I would have to imagine. Yeah. Because he, talk, he talks about that here where he's going to be coming in with more detail for us. Yeah. So I would assume that you're getting that. Yeah. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm very interested to see what's next because like I said, every time we think we really know something and then more comes to blow our minds. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Well, the, no. next, the next one is, it is a combination, a tag team, if you will, that allows for so much assistance to be brought around this realm, through this realm, and to allow for so much light to be brought forth in an effort to shed the density that is currently inhibiting this realm. For this, we are grateful. So, I mean, that's, uh, I've read that, but really that's just basically more of the same stuff that we were talking about. And he says, we will return again with a much deeper aspect of education for you all in reference to the growth of a soul as you all proceed along beautifully in your doing diligence of light work. And for this, we are absolutely grateful. Thank you, Father, always, my heavenly Father. We are with you as you are. Holy moly. It's amazing. And that is it. That's it. Yeah. So powerful stuff. And thank you so much for dissecting all of that because that was great. Yeah, it's just the best I could. But that was, like I said, I feel like I lived it this week. I feel yeah. like the, the whole ups, the downs. And I'll just say to everybody out there, hang in there. You know that, you know, when you're going through something, we are learning and we are growing. And just know that at all times when you're going through it, you are surrounded by so much love and light and just trust that and just do your best to ride it out, you know, and just try to live in the moment. And every decision that comes up, you make the best choice that you can for that moment that you're in, you know, and maybe looking back, sometimes we're like, yeah, I did it. I did the right one. Sometimes looking back, we go, oh, maybe I should. Nope. Don't even do that to yourself. You do the best you can at each moment with each decision you have to make. But just keep moving forward, everyone. Just keep plowing forward. That's it in a nutshell. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, Thank you for that, too. Uh, I don't even know. Should I I even channel? I don't. I would say if you feel it. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I was feeling no. But, yeah. (laughs) Mm, Maybe not. Um, maybe not, maybe, maybe so I should say, because as I say, no, I start to feel. So they may want to. Uh, so I apologize about that. Um, do you mind if we take a moment? Go ahead. Sorry. Sometimes it just takes me a second to adjust. (laughs) Grateful, all my children, we are Enoch speaking. And yes, it is beautiful to be with you all once again, for you all are our children of 
peace, of love, God. And yes, we are so grateful for his presence, the energetic vibration of love that resides within you all and is capable within the energetic field of you all. We are grateful. Please, we are at the notion of dissection that has been brought forth to you and with the assistance of Brooke for the information that has been revealed through this podcast is I'm not sure what word he's trying to use there. I, I feel like he's saying inept with gratitude, but I'm not sure if that's the right one. <clears throat> for we are grateful for the information that has come forth and the information that has been allowed to flow through you both, Christopher and Brooke, for yes, you are both always connected to the divine and there are instances in which we come forth to you both through you both to communicate with others that you are currently communicating with both through this podcast and personal communications with others on a daily basis. We ask you to be one with these notions and understandings and the allowance for this. We are so grateful, pleased that the opportunities that we have to, to communicate directly with the individuals that you yourselves are communicating with on a regular basis for we do interact with the both of you during these moments and times and for this we are grateful. We understanding at this very moment that there is yes more information that is coming forth to you both in the coming weeks, times, years that will allow for the understanding greater of the other realms and for the information to be more deeply understood for it to resonate with your energetic vibrations. And we are grateful for the patience that you exude in the receiving of such information where it will not come collectively all at one time. There will be blocks, chunks of information that are revealed to you both as, the, as a collective during these different moments and times that we connect with you to provide this information. It is a direct aspect of your growth <clears throat> and the communication that your soul is ready and willing to receive at those moments in time. There will not be moments in time that these happen prior to your readiness note though, and this is something to be very familiar with, understanding of, for it is important for you to realize that in divine timing, it is real and divine timing will not be revealed to you prior to its readiness. And for this, we are so grateful for all of you. Thank you, my children, go in peace, Enoch speaking. We shall return with deeper messages for you all as we ask that you continue to listen to these messages with the understanding that, yes, the heavenly realms are communicating with you directly, my children, the, listen, the listening audience, the members of the individuals that are currently residing within the energetic vibrations of the sound waves coming forth. We are with you in those moments. Be peaceful in your minds, knowing that we are present with you. Thank you and good day. Okay. Thank nice. Um, that was short and sweet, but a lot was actually said there in the middle um, about the divine timing. We all say, we want to know, we want to know now, we want to know now. <laughs> but in as much as I thought I understood when we first got the message two weeks ago, after living it and feeling it, and like I said, it wasn't easy, but after living it, thank goodness that's all they gave me or us, or, you know, it's like, 
there's so much that goes into these lessons and we don't want to skip ahead. We just want to be and take in every bit of that lesson that you can take in. You know, I don't want to skip over these lessons. I don't want to just, uh, like once you live in, you don't truly get a lesson until, you know, it's like, I'll get a lot that like, Oh, I get that. I get that. But until you get it, you don't get it. Mm -hmm. You know, and I want to be able to really get it, not just get it, you know, <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> but you know, that's the thing with these lessons. It's like, I'll have my husband, I go, I don't know why that was such an epiphany to you. And I'm like, it wasn't, it was something that I've always known, but it's like, when you get it, exactly, there's something different to it. Totally. You know, so I said, by time I'm mentioning them, it's not like I just understood the concept. It's that I truly just fully full circle grasp the whole thing mm -hmm. you know so i'm glad we did not get that much more information this week because i still think i'm marinating from the last one and totally. so yeah. yeah i'm curious to see what these next couple weeks are gonna bring and what i'm what we're gonna live through for that one you know <laughs> yep yep yeah great point well thank you brooke i appreciate it and thank, thank you uh, yeah absolutely Good, good, I will good jump stuff. right off because I know you've got a busy evening. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was, yeah, that was my appointment. They're saying that I can come later. So yeah. anyway, but all, all right. right. Well, thank you all so much. Thank you, Brooke, obviously. Thank you. Love you all. Appreciate you all and talk to Absolutely. you guys. Soon. All right. See you. Bye. Bye-bye.